Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the AEW Rampage preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley boys, Michael Sidgwick from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of AEW Rampage. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review AEW Rampage, but also AEW Dynamite, Raw, SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT 2 but. Oh! Pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Sidgwick to look ahead to... Hey, I just met you. This is crazy. But here's my number. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> uh, but before we get into looking at this week's episode, um, which it's got Blackpool Combat Club on, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I wonder who wins. <laughs> Before we uh, talk about it in depth, your thoughts on the, the latest issue of the I don't know. CM Punk saga? I've, I've got absolutely no idea. I thought, I, I thought, I'll be honest, yesterday, we'll sort of talk about it in passing on the Dynamite review. It's all kind of going to go a bit quiet. Maybe some stuff will drop over the weekend. Maybe there'll be some stuff in the Observer, for example. Um, and then it will start building back up Tuesday, Wednesday, and then it is... Ironically, kind of all or nothing. Either they announce Chicago and sweet, off to the races, or they don't, and you go, oh, cool, so that dream's kind of a bit dead. And yet, today, there's another thing with uh, the brilliant Nick Hausman allegedly reporting that A-Steel's already back with AEW. Um, which... Which has been... Uh, which, has been na- which has been denied by AEW to Dave Meltzer. Yeah. And again... And folks... Uh, Where's the lie? That's what I want to know. Like, it's not just yeah. Get the button. Yeah, might as well. Yeah, but once it's not the gimmick. And I mean, (laughs) folks, where's the lie? Not rhetorical question, Bobby. (laughs) I want to know where the lie is because a lie has been told again. Yeah, someone is lying, and we don't know who. There is a lie being told. Who's telling it? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not privy to this. We tend not to. We're more analysts yeah. than scoopsters. Mm-hmm. Banter merchants, <laughs> of course. That's my new Twitter bio. But you know what I mean? More it's, analysts than scoopster, but definitely banter merchant. Yeah, like, well, where is the lie? Because someone's lying and I don't know who. Is he working there or isn't he? If he isn't working there, why would he him? Punk's camp, maybe, I don't know. Why would Nick Hausman, sorry, I'll rephrase. Why would Nick Hausman's anonymous on-the-record source yeah. say that he is? If he is working there, and the anonymous 
on the record source is not lying why when this situation is so combustible it might have gone wrong we might have monkeys pawed not wanting to review rampage by having a second two-hour rampage <laughs> which is what it would be to me if CM Punk's not on there yeah I do not need another dynamite once enough recently once too much why would the AEW side lie and just threaten to disrupt the very, very tenuous, all right, here, well, there's an iceberg ahead, but, you know, if we just steer clear of it, it might not just go down. Yeah. Why would they lie about rehiring Ace Steel, <laughs> who, with the greatest of respects to a role that I'm sure is more important than the fan appreciates. Yes. Because we don't see their work on television. But with all respect, the talent and the creative is probably more important. Mm -hmm. The talent and the creative might disagree with what I've just said. It's only probably more important to me because I'm not seeing yes. the production, the layout, the agenting side of things. I'm seeing usually the creative and the talent. And AEW in particular magic before a steel turned up mm. i'm not saying it was his fault don't misinterpret i'm saying that if you look at all the golden times double or nothing the build to full gear 2019 the recovery on the road to revolution 2020 some wonderful times in the pandemic as bittersweet as they were the summer of 2021 like full gear was awesome yeah see i'm uh a steel wasn't there for any of it no. so i'm he's not fundamental to the success of this promotion is what I am saying right now. He is not. He isn't. No. And why would they lie about him being back? Him, a steel, this guy who's reportedly, allegedly, whatever qualifier you want to put in front of it, assaulted, bitten, an EVP, a talent, someone who wasn't trying to get involved. Yeah. Apparently. Who's lying? Why are these things still happening? I think the thing with this, the whole issue, right, is anytime I think I've got a bit of a handle on it, something changes. Yeah. I so, know. like, so it? slippery in here. Wednesday afternoon, I'm going, it's slippery in here. <laughs> why is everyone kicking off about this? Why is everyone saying, why isn't CM Punk on the promotional materials? Of course, they're not going to put him on there. He's the big, not necessarily surprise, because it's this is more. Obvious, the open like the secret. Time. Yes, exactly. But you don't want to, you know, completely give it all away, right? So I get that. And then it's like, no, 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 he was on it. Then he got removed. The reason he got removed is because of this issue with Ace Steel. I'm like, right, again, you've lost me. <laughs> and then all this other stuff comes out. And I, I like, again, I have no idea, like you say, how this whole thing works backstage. I just only envisage, like... You know the how much of a pain in the ass it is when one of us is off. Me, you, or the uh, Michael Hamlet. I was about to say the other Dadley there. Like we can't say his name. One of us is off, and for whatever reason, no, no, no. The other two can't just do it themselves. Let's do a really awkward, convoluted kind of uh, bad memories associated with Zoom call yeah. for a podcast, right? And it's all a bit still like in my head. If you're their back, if you're agent in stuff for AEW, 
you go and see Tony or who QT or whoever it is, and they say you need to do this, and then you just go to the talent and you go da 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 da, right? It just I don't know. Maybe it's just my technophobe head of all this of like got to get someone on a Zoom call and the, oh the connection's not very it's all too complicated and disregarding all that. Why, especially if you're going to take it away at the last minute on Tuesday, if you believe all the reports and what have you, why say you are going to have to work from home for a bit because of the whole, you know, biting thing, allegedly, like you say. What do they think was going to happen? CM Punk is very unreasonable at the best of times, and yet in this situation, he's very reasonable to think that, well, you made a promise to me. Promise he's going to come back. Yeah, and and then they go, actually... It's going to be kind of more flexible in terms of the rosters moving between both shows, which means that the books and Kenny or whoever it might be, right, might show up. So we're probably just going to keep you as a remote worker. It's just so, it's endless, this bloody chaos saga, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're, we're talking about it, despite the fact we won't get an answer probably officially until next Wednesday night, where you'll be in attendance. Indeed. And for Rampage. And for Rampage. It's just... Unfortunately, with the timings, we can't do a Rampage preview next week. But, you know. I think the working plan... Yeah, go on. ...is to get it a spoiler Rampage out earlier. um, Just because I think it's a bonus early edition. Every match result will be um, pretty obvious if the pattern of Rampage (laughs) continues. And moreover... Um, we can't sit there having mm. attended the show live <coughs> and say, who's going to win this? Will this match be any good? We just we just can't do that. But I uh, one more thing on this punk situation, which is uh, I'm finding it a bit more funny now that the Elite have been back. Yes. And, you know, that was always the thing for me. It's like I couldn't find the memes funny. Some ones I could. In the, in the discourse, like very sordid and fascinating and gossipy. Because I just wanted the elite to be back. Now that they are, it's cushioned the blow a little bit. But like, I can't remember if I said this yesterday, but I think it's worth repeating. Not trying to put my insights over too much, right? Collision for me is as much a psychiatric experiment as it is a television show. Yeah. Okay. You have got CM Punk, combustible character, doesn't necessarily play well with others, rubs a lot of people the wrong way. So how do you appease CM Punk, okay? The unreasonable, like, incredibly online, fluid grasps of narrative and the truth and all the rest of it. How do you keep a man like that happy? And you do this thought experiment of all the things you could do to keep him happy, okay? Right, so let's toss some ideas around. How do we keep him happy, right? Okay, well, you... um, Keep him away from the people he deems amateurs and, like, incompetent at their jobs and who've disrespected him on live television and who have, in his head, don't know if this is true or not, barged into his locker room and sent his dog's teeth flying, okay? So you take the elite away from him. And hey, don't be without the elite. We can do it. Can we? (laughs) Okay. So you take the elite away. You take... Some other people who don't like him and might, in theory, feed 
If he's having a bad day, we all have them. Yes. What if someone who just doesn't like him very much says, oh, CM Punk was in a really bad mood and we don't know if he wants to go with this creative direction. Every single person, it would seem, who does not like him and may feed, like, the most insignificant details of his mood, the minutiae of CM Punk's day, and say to a news outlet or one of their favorite reporters, get this out, he's doing my head in, mm. or you know, CM Punk's in a bad mood, maybe the, the unrest is going to happen again. Anyone who theoretically might say that and has a problem with Punk, not on the CM Punk show. Mm -hmm. Everyone who said, I'm happy to work with Punk, and I get along with him, is on the CM Punk show. He probably, he's the star of the show. Mm -hmm. You could tell in everything he did in AEW. He got his first choice of opponent. Every single thing he cut was unscripted, with bullet points, obviously. Tony Khan's the boss. He's telling a story, but CM Punk's telling that story as well. Mm. It was CM Punk's idea to get into ring shape and be old man Punk, and he did that. The MGF thing was an ROH, a continuation of his Ring of Honor story. Yeah. So he gets to do his own micro, uh, mic segments, promos, interviews. Basically, half books his own programs in collaboration with Tony Khan. So everything he wanted in WWE went in 2010. He took a couple of pages off, yanked them out of a screen, uh, a creative writer's hand. And he said this himself on the yeah. Best in the World 2012 documentary. In his face, very disrespectful, ripped them up and said, I'm doing it. He gets to do that in AEW. He's going to get paid extortionate, extravagant sums of money, of course. He might, as has been whispered, have an ownership stake in this company. He might be an employee, which mm. is a bit hypocritical that, you know, if if he's an employee yes, and he isn't standing up and, unif and uniting with the rest of the roster, that might make him a hypocrite, but at the same time, it also gives him what he's wanted from a mainstream wrestling company who can afford it since what? The mid to late 2000s. Yes. Like the benefits, like I'm putting my ass on the line on healthcare. I want all the benefits that come with being an employee. Okay. You've got all of these things. He can win the title if he wants, probably. He can work who he wants to work. He can fraternize with whom he wants to fraternize. He can get paid loads of money. He can bleed. He's great at bleeding. <laughs> probably work whenever. He wants mm -hmm. against whichever opponents, and he can then do the CM Punk show. They might as well call it AEW call on the CM Punk show. They've pinpointed every single thing that they could possibly do at the expense, potentially, of the morale of half of the company and called it AEW Collision. And yet, and they've called it AEW Collision. What can possibly go wrong, Punk? We've given you everything you could ever have dreamed of ever to facilitate you and your wrestling career. I want uh, the guy who bit an employee back. Be reasonable, that can't happen. But at the same time, if they said... yeah. It can happen and then change their minds. He's well within his rights. <laughs> so there's just never a simple answer. What they should have done is said, here's what we're going to do, Punk. We're going to call it the CM Punk show. It's really called Collision, but it's yours. We're going to do all of the things I've just said in my long-winded way, okay? Right. There is nothing you can have a problem with, with all of this. And, like, we are 
potentially alienating Hangman Page, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks. They could go to WWE. I'll try and get both of you in two different shows, and it's all going to snowball, but that's a risk I'm willing to take to get you back. There's one thing that you can't have. It's not the title. It's not, I don't know, two million a year or whatever. We're just... We can't have a steel back. That would probably be the straw that broke the camel's yeah. back. We can't have him back. They should have got in front of this and said that's a condition. It's literally the one thing. Yeah. And then he said, no, nah, be reasonable. But at the same time, if they said he's going to come back and said, no, nah, he can't. Oh, God, I'm so sick of it, man. The saga continues. But, Sitch, how are you feeling about tonight's episode of uh, AEW Rampage? I Adam Wilborn. Adam Wilborn. You've got your phone. Yeah. Adam Wilborn. Uh, what? Am I looking at right now? Oh, it's uh, it's not uh, the alarm section of your clock app. No, it isn't. It is not. Um, yeah, no, not really. There's some stuff to look forward to on this show, more so than it felt very much like a phoned-in episode last week. But you've got the Blackpool Combat Club. They're obviously just coming off this... A uh, wild closing angle from AW Dynamite, obviously with a, re- a reuniting of the elite. Um, I sense you can probably call which way this match goes, but they've also haven't got a match with uh, uh, Luther and Serpentico, for example. They've got the best friends and Bandido. So yeah. a bit of competition, an obvious winner, but also on paper, a really good match for, match for uh, Moxley, Claudio and Utah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Claudio and Bandido their interactions in the ring in Ooh, particular. Yeah. Can you remember when Utah first... No, no, this is actually ages after he joined the BCC, and they finally picked up the thread of, you know what, the best friends should be pretty miffed yeah. with um, Wheeler Utah because he's just abandoned them to go with the cooler angrier, harder guys, yeah, they, even though they, the best friends have mentored him and tried to help. Yeah, they brought him in when Trent got injured, didn't they? Yeah, that's right. You weren't even teeing us up, were you? No. Because uh, it sounds like Trench. <laughs> and then they had this match where they realized, oh, hang on, we can get a match out of this, and there's some context and backstory. And the best friends basically said, you, uh, you and Mox have a tag team match because, in hindsight, we're kind of pissed off. Mm. It was a great little tag team match. Yeah. It was great. Um, again, you know, we comply. Well, I complain about AEW and you lose perspective and you just go back and then just something pops in your head of, oh, I'd completely forgotten about that. Mm. And it was awesome. Um, so I've got high hopes for this. There's obviously history. They could work, they could credibly work like a pretty violent animosity fueled match, highlighted by really cool, spectacular exchanges between Claudio and Bandido. So, again, you haven't heard the buzz coming out of this, but it was a hot crowd, taped, obviously. So hopefully this will be actually worth my time, which (laughs) Rampage generally is not. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. And we got a Jade Cargill open challenge for her. TBS Championship as well, scheduled for tonight. Um, not to get too much of a downer on this, but it's on Rampage. It's taped. We never look at spoilers, obviously. We try to avoid them as much as possible. And there's also one name that you and I have had in our heads for, I don't know, six months, nine months, to be the person uh, to finally dethrone Jay Cargill. If it's not, um, for example, a person called Mercedes. Money. 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 But because this is on Rampage and it's taped, I, I assume it's not that person coming in. No, obviously not. Um, They've booked a much bigger arena in Boston than they usually do on the annual loop. They used to go to the Aganis, I think that's what it was called. Uh, they're doing the TD Garden this year, so maybe there could, in fact, be scope for um, a certain... Money. 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 <laughs> to uh, debut in AEW over the coming uh, months. Tony Khan must have more aces up his sleeve than just the punk man because, yeah, that man's unreliable. And the other... I'd name. love to see CM Punk back. I didn't mention that. Yeah. Like, I'd love to see him back. Yeah, exactly. Really? I think he's worth the risk as well. I wouldn't go that far, but I'd still love to see him. Um, yeah, and the, other name, yeah, the other name I was referring to there, of course, was Chris Statlander. Yeah, Again, yeah. I don't think it's going to be her either because no, no, you'd have heard about, about it. it. You yeah. know about it. Um, I think... Um, I think that uh, she is uh, Jade Cargill is going to win a 40-second squash match that exists purely as pretext for the double or nothing opponent to come out and say, I'm having the match with you, and I went on the Wikipedia page to check the lineup, and I had it spoiled, so let's just move swiftly on. Oh, of course. I was like thinking, what am I going to see? All going well. In, uh, what am I going to see? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. God, God, you fast today. Go on. What am I going to see in... No, days? And I, I, all right, I'm going to see that, but I don't know I'm going to see it yet. Oh, God. I have to watch... Uh, oh, God, Rampage spoiled. No. No. There was a point when I was, like, desperate not to see people even talk about how Daniels, how good Daniels and Kingston was. Yeah, do you remember when we were like, if you've like, gone... Don't get my hopes up, don't get my hopes up. If you've gone... And I'm like, I'll smash the hopes. Yeah, if you've exceeded my expectations. <laughs> don't tweet us about it. Don't even tweet us saying it was a great match, because that's almost like, oh... Now, like, yeah, see what you like. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't go again. Um, but 
with Jade Cargill and sorry, I was just going to check one second. Sorry, Siege. Uh, oh, this being the only women's match on the show. Uh-huh. Get ready, Collision. Same's going to happen to you soon. Um, I've got a new game to play, of course. One on one, baby. JR, nipples hard. Hey. JR, rampage. Pervy comment. Of the week. <laughs> um, shout out again to Mark Lee Willis for making that for us. Uh, and I also forgot to mention there was a comment he made about Penelope Ford. I stupidly only focused on the women's match last week. Oh, you got to remember the valets. Uh, that was. Um, it's the expression. I don't know. It was an easy mistake to make. Yes. So is it going to be about Jade Cargill? Is it going to be about... I mean, you don't have to obviously spoil anything about her opponents. Is it going to be... Is there any other... Mm, no. Let's go. <laughs> I don't see any, any potential valets this week. So it feels like it has to be around Jade Cargill that he's going to say something he shouldn't say. Let's be perfectly honest. Um, now the problem here is just how horny will he be? <laughs> it's what about ten central? Yeah, ten nine central, whatever it is. When he's recording this, um, maybe he's getting a bit uh, hungry. I like you on the raw review a little bit, yeah. Maybe he's getting a bit hungry, and then... Because if you get hungry, and it's 10, and he's recording this, you can't possibly get horny at the same time. <laughs> like, that's disgusting and weird, so I don't think that's going to happen. Um, and, you know, he's going to have to... It depends how horny he is, because usually... I don't think Jim Ross is that bad of a bloke. Yes, I think he's just, yeah, uh, a man stuck in his ways. And uh, I don't think he's like at half-mast before he puts the uh, headphones on. I don't think he's a sexual deviant. Well, he kind of is. I've seen his Twitter likes. And his retweets. But I I don't necessarily think, right, that he has to sort of pin himself up against the waist of his trousers before he sits down with the sole intention of, like, trying to, you know, just be horny when he's at the booth. Hey, Tony, if I had my boner and it feels awesome. <laughs> Still absolutely not on what he does. No, it's reprehensible. No, it's absolutely reprehensible, and I hate it. And I think more people should pick up on it. What I'm trying to say is, I don't think he's just got it on the brain 24-7. I think what happens is, in his old ways, and he thinks he's beyond reproach, and he isn't, he should be held to account, but because he thinks he's beyond reproach, and I'm not getting shouted at, and I'm not getting called pronoun, boy, I'm glad to work here, unless it's a trios match, because goddamn me to get two more officials a lost sense of this thing already. I think his mind wanders, mm. and he's just just sees something and says it. No filter. Oh, my God, look at those tits. <laughs> I think it just enters his head and he says it. He's like, you just know you said passes, that out loud. Yeah. yeah. Just like, oh, well, I had no real intention of talking about it. Look at the curvature of those tits. And she's got some educated tits, Excalibur. That kind of thing. Yeah. 
How is he going to do that within 30 seconds of this match? Good point. So I'm going to say that, not for the right reasons, mind you, Jim Ross is going to keep it in his pants this week. Okay, I'm going to disagree with you on that one. <laughs> I think he's going to go the opposite. I think he's going to have something planned out because it's been a big week for AEW, the CM Punk stuff. They're not obviously going to re- reference here. So I think he's going to say, well, I think both shows are going to be lucky to have someone with the talents of Jade Cargill. And she is sure is someone I'd like to have a collision with. <laughs> so, there you go. We'll have to find out. We'll revisit this on Monday. Yeah, we will. Um, can the acclaimed maintain their momentum? Yes, they're going to have a trios match of the House of Black at uh, Double or Nothing. And for God's sake, turn the lights up. That's all I've got to say. Who are they working? Well, it, you're going to feel stupid now because, like... You're going to go, they're working them. Well, that it's a coin flip right now, Adam. Varsity athletes and Ari Davari. <laughs> I'd be amazed if this goes more than two minutes. Yeah, it shouldn't. You know what? Like in a different night, Anthony Bones versus Tony Nice. Oh. Tony Nice? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Great. Uh, this is just a pretext for a promo in which the. I don't know. I didn't see it on the Wikipedia page. I don't know. You know what it's for. You know what it's for, ultimately, even yeah. if nothing gets announced tonight. Yeah, exactly. Um, All right. We don't care about Rampage anymore. Who can we get on so it doesn't go below 0.0? Who, who do we get on so it doesn't really reach impact numbers on the preemption? Uh, the Acclaimed. Yeah. Cool. See you next week. I feel sorry for The Acclaimed because, like you say, they are this little cheat code for them, but they deserve so much more. And it feels like they're still incredibly... You know, listen to the reactions they get. Um, but, you know, they had to do this with the tag titles, and we'll talk about the guns in a bit. <sighs> but first, we have to talk about Dustin Rhodes versus Bishop Khan, of course. Like, oh, my God. I have absolutely no interest in this whatsoever. I don't believe for a moment that these two men hate one another. Nope. That they are fierce rivals. This is such spreadsheet booking, I find it almost painful, like almost painfully tedious. Who's connected in storylines and aligned with the wrestlers who are going to have the match at the pay-per-view? Um, he's uh, Keith Lee's got Dustin Rhodes and Swerve has got the Mogul Embassy. Okay, Rhodes versus one of them. Book a f***ing angle. <laughs> Book a f***ing angle. Have Keith Lee cut a f***ing promo, have Swerve cut a f***ing promo, and then build the match without this algorithm, sp- uh, this macro. Yeah. Stop running f***ing macros on a spreadsheet and tying people together who I don't really believe, like, really get on. Yeah. Or are best mates, or are, like, ride or dies or have really that much chemistry, they're just there for procrastination. You are procrastinating to run a macro to do a pay-per-view match. Tony Khan should know that's not how these things work. Mm. I did them all in a row, so it's theoretically easier for you. Yes. Is that how it works or not? Does it make no difference? Well, full full disclosure, I... uh... (laughs) I often, I think it's just lazy to, you know, send you the notes and send you the matches. I often write you the little notes that I write for myself of, um, <laughs> of 
Uh, can the, the, the copy you see on Twitter. Yeah, can the acclaimed continue their momentum? Or what gets uploaded to ACAST? Yeah, exactly. Lazy bastard. But I genuinely started writing. Are we getting one step closer to Keith Lee versus Swerve? No, I can't. Even I can't sell that. Well, we are, but yeah, but no one cares. No. Finally, oh, there's more. Yeah, because got a bloody list to finish. We've got uh, former tag team champions and potentially future tag team champions colliding potentially on tonight's show because we're going to hear from the Hardys. Other oh, guns getting deleted. <laughs> if you don't want. Any spoilers for an upcoming pay-per-view? We've reached the um, mid-roll, haven't oh, we? Oh, way past it, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Stop listening now. You can follow me at M. Sidgwick. You can follow him at Adam Wilborn. You can follow us all at What Culture WWE. Don't forget to subscribe. And we've got a big collision-themed podcast coming your way. So listen out for that. Yeah. Spoilers follow after this. Matt Hardy's working at f***ing double or nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if it's the pre-show. It has to be the pre-show, but I don't think it's the pre-show. I think it's the, the the trios match that they teased where he gets dominion over Ethan Page. The, oh, the, God. The, the guns and Ethan Page versus the Hardy Boys and um, Brother Zay is happening at Double or Nothing. Just That's to... on the main card, mate. Just to... Um, Bandido. Roosh. Kanosuke Takeshita. El Hijo del Vikingo, yeah. potentially. Commander. Um, a time of recording. Jay White. Ricky Starks. Powerhouse Hobbs. Samoa Joe. Like, I understand a lot of these people will get cameos in the Battle Royal. But Matt Hardy is getting more focus than, like, these people. Mm-hmm. Hook. Yeah. It's a joke. You know what? If this was like really over in arenas and it just wasn't to my liking, yes, I would say I would be so fair and say, look, my heart is really over. Yeah. I liked him once upon a time. Don't necessarily rate what he's doing now, um, but these fans are going mental for it. Who am I? Who am I? I would be really objective and say, like, he deserves the spot. He's mm-hmm. over. That's how these things work. It's not over. It isn't. Matt Hardy and Jack Perry had a loud match on what, in retrospect, was a hot in front of a hot crowd. Oh yeah, that were hot all night. Like, give over. <sighs> Karushida, yeah. Athena is in the converse. Okay, if you wanted, I didn't even mention these women because why would you? It's not as if they're going to put a third women's match on the paper. No, nope. Baker. Yeah. Follow me at M. Sedgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Let us know your thoughts on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Um, check out the SmackDown preview right now. WrestleCulture's coming your way with the uh, hashtag bloody good quiz later on today. And me and Sid will be back on Monday to review all this. Right, that's a look forward to. <laughs> now, this has been the Rampage preview. My thanks to Michael Sedgwick. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves 
without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 